Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Have you ever walked into the bedroom and seen your kid talking to an imaginary friend? Or any... Have you ever... Has your kid ever said something scary to you? Like, you know, that they've... You know, you know those kind of stories that your kid's seen your mother who had passed away, for example, at the end of their bed or something like that. And they said, oh, I saw Granny last night. I was talking to her. She's very well. And you kind of look at them and go, jeez. Do you think they have a sixth sense, children? I mean, do you, I mean, have you ever had a situation where a child sees something that you don't or said something quite strange to you or quite scary or a little bit freaky to you? I mean, I'll look at some of the stories online. My cousin's front door randomly opened by itself and her three-year-old son said, Hi, Uncle Pat. Pat was my cousin, my cousin's brother, who died ten years earlier, but her son had never even been told about him. But he said hello to him. I was changing my daughter's diaper in the middle of the night when my two-year-old came in and stood next to me. She looked at me with a big smile and in a sing-song voice said, Mommy, there's somebody behind you. The scary thing was that we were home alone. You'd be shitting yourself, wouldn't you, really? Mommy, there's somebody behind you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm doing it in the scary, sing-songy voice. Anyway, has your daughter or your son or your child ever said anything strange or weird like that? Or have they got an imaginary friend? My son, when he was a very young child, he was like two or three years of age, he had two imaginary friends. And he told us they were two old men and he used to talk to them when he was sitting on his bed. Ah, I swear to God, I start looking up history of the area to see who's the two outfits. I think he gave us their names like Padder or something like that. Two old names, Pat and Padder or something like that at the time. I get, but, but it'll scare the living bejesus out of you. Do you think children have a sixth sense? Now, I've got one of Ashling's hampers to give away. There's a couple of bits and pieces and a couple of Ireland's classic hits, mugs and stuff like that in, in the hamper. All you got to do is send us in a message and let us know if you have a story that you can tell us that would scare the living shite out of everybody else. Uh, well, not necessarily. You know, something odd, funny, weird, scary. Or maybe they have an imaginary friend. Uh, the number is 087-188-0008. Do it now. 087-188-0008. What's app or text your name now and a little bit of your story. And I'm sure I'll read it out or we get you on the air. Let's listen to some of your WhatsApp audio messages in relation to these children who do little scary things. Oh, and that should play for me there now. And we see... Oh, play for God's sake. There you go. No. That's just, these things just don't work when you want them to work, do they? Hi, Ashing. Um, hi, Niall. Well, I don't really have any shit scary uh, story to say, but I wouldn't mind to receive one of, the, one of those boxes as I'm your uh, love the show. Love Nile, love Ashing. You do some mistakes, but in general, I like you. Ciao. <laughs> She she makes mistakes, but in general, oh no, I don't know. I think he was talking about you, Ashley. <laughs> Let me go to Neve. Neve, you're an Ireland's classic kids. They do, Neve. Hi, Niall. How are you? Good. Ashley does make the odd mistake every now and again. God bless her. No, she doesn't. She's completely infallible. She's flawless. Your words said against her. She's flawless, is she? She totally not. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> uh, did do, do any of your kids have imaginary friends or do anything odd? <laughs> they do odd things every day. They're related to me. <laughs> this but, is true. Uh, in Berlin. Um, I don't remember imaginary friends. 
don't remember that, but remember like my little lad was just like, and he wasn't creepy or anything, but he was just really insulting. Right. <laughs> He's constantly, he went through this phase of being obsessed with old things. And he was walking down the road one day very loudly. And he said, um, when you were young, were things in black and white? And I said, no, I'm not that old. We had colour TV. And he goes, I'm not talking about the TV. I mean the world in general. <laughs> Um, no, and then he came home, he was in junior infants or something and, you know, getting back to the old thing of, you know, the last conversation about learning religion. And he said, we learned about Adam and Eve today. Did you know them? <laughs> Did you know them? Yeah. I said, no, not How old do you think I, I am? I knew, the, I knew their son Cain, but I, no, I didn't know the parents. He used to drink with their dad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't it funny that he thought the world was in black and white? Because yeah, I, actually, yeah, he thought the world was in black and white and did, was born in black and white when I was young. Oh, so you, don't, no. you don't really remember black and white tellies, do you? Not really. No, yeah, so well, I, think, so I think our our first one was colour. I think. Yeah, I, I remember when Ferguson. We, uh, well, actually, you know what? I was just going to say we got a Ferguson colour television. Was there? <laughs> everyone got Ferguson. They must have been gone my, cheap. Myself and my brother. It would have been in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, I remember. I was only about twelve or thirteen. Myself, and my brother ended up for two days playing with the box of the back garden. We yeah, thought that was more entertaining, to be honest. Yeah, with you. Uh, uh, but you, were you the remote, remote control? I was the remote control. There was yeah, five the youngest. Five buttons. The there was only five buttons on it. And, yeah. you know, five stations, like, because, well, but at the time, Ireland only had two. Anyway. Oh, no, actually, we only had one. And then you had BBC and Harlick, as my dad used to call it, which was HTV. Oh, that blue McCrimmew. And, Cri- Cor- uh, yeah. and it was all in Welsh. <laughs> it was all in Welsh. <laughs> because with Ariel's up on the roof. And during the summer, do you remember during the summer, the telly go bad? I mean, oh, dad yeah. would say, oh, yeah, that's Wavy. the that's, yeah, that's the high heat. pressure. That's the, that's the high pressure. <laughs> yeah, the heat and the high pressure. <laughs> the high pressure is that. And he'd be watching the crickets and they'd be like, they'd be rolling. like they're on LSD. <laughs> yeah, the screen would be rolling and everything and he'd be, your <laughs> eyes would be rolling. Watch it, though. <laughs> and my dad would go over and he'd fiddle with the area, the, the ears on the top of it and all sorts of things. Oh, the right. rabbit's ears. Yeah. But, yeah, um, that was, you used to hang out the window sometimes. But I tell you how old I am. I remember going to my granny's house and she had a black and white television. We used to go up at Christmas. And she had this thing that she put in front of it, right? It was like a, a, a sheet of glass on, and it had wires coming out of it so she could plug it, hang it on your telly, right? And it made the television look colour. Oh, clever. It, yeah, it, it, they must have brought it out. It kind of had like a bluey hue off it. So it made everything look bluish and greenish. <laughs> Things for artificial well, colouring. But that was the height of fashion. Like we thought we were elected. <laughs> I remember we were one of the first to get a, a video player. Oh yeah. And like you'd you'd go up to Extravision and you get like a video. And you'd watch it on a Friday night with your parents and then you'd invite all your mates over on a Saturday to watch it. To watch it again. Was it VHS or Beatrix, by the way? VHS. No, it's VHS. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. no, we were late to the party. Okay, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Mary as well. Mary, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Mary? Hi, Lyle. How are you? Yes, Neve's son seemed to ask very odd questions when he was young. Yeah, did you know Adam and Eve? And was the world black and white? But, but I mean, you have your son too. Had uh, What did yeah. he have? Well, he's 33 now, and he'd probably kill me if he knew I was saying this. Um, Do you want to embarrass had... him? Do you want to say his name so we can embarrass him? But go on. Will I? Yeah, far away. Sean, Sean. So when he was about two or three, uh, he had an imaginary friend called Jack. Right. And I didn't, I just went along with it. 
and you say, "Ma'am, I have to move over in the bed there because Jack needs to go sleep now." Oh or, God! Yeah, can you set that place on the table for Jack? So I used to put the knife and fork on the table for him and everything. So you played and along then, with it? Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay. And then one day I said to him, "What? What does Jack look like?" And he was, "Ma'am, he's a punk rocker. He's got like ear piercings on a Mohican." Right. So, yeah, so we, and then even getting on the bus, like we used to have to make space for Jack. So this went on forever. Right. And how old was he before he started stop believing in Jack? 35. No, my <laughs> 35. He was, he was about six. Right, okay, so this went on for a couple of years, essentially. Yeah, but now it came to an abrupt end. Right. Why what happened? Because, because he, my son was crying one day, and I was like, what? What's Something wrong? happened to Jack? And I said, what's wrong with you? I can't talk about it. I said, oh, come on, please. And he said, he's dead. Said, he's dead? Yeah. I said, what happened? He walked out the front of the bus. Mom, he's gone. Oh, my God, shouldn't laugh. That's terrible. Poor Jack. The punk. <laughs> the punk, punk Jack was dead, yeah. He's, and he was run over by a bus? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. He's going to have the worst <laughs> death. God bless him. I know. <laughs> from, from and, and was there a time? Was there any time during that period, that few years, that he believed in Jack the Punk? Was there any time that you genuinely thought maybe th- there is a ghost or something? Yeah, I did. Actually, I, I actually started to like Jack. <laughs> did, did you? I, I, I he was better behaved than your own son. <laughs> I used to make his favourite dinner and everything. <laughs> you me did. Home. You did not, Mary. I did. So you'd make a plate of dinner and put it out for Jack. Yeah, I wouldn't give him as much as my son. Obviously now. not. You get jealous, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and your son is now thirty five, uh, Sean. Hey, Sean. Do you ever talk? Does he ever talk about Jack now? No, but I'm going to bring it up. Okay. Because you, you just reminded me. Okay. Okay. So he hasn't talked about him in years. No. <laughs> he probably won't remember. He, he's coming home now in September. He's in New Zealand, so he's coming home. All right. Okay. Okay. That'll be, be a topic of conversation. Yeah, yeah. Send him a FaceTime message later on about Jack. You know, maybe send him a I few will. photographs. Send him a couple, you'll find a couple of photographs of punks online and send him a couple of photographs. <laughs> I will. Oh, they have wild imaginations. Thank you, Mary. Appreciate it. Great story. Now we go to Wendy. Wendy, you're in Ireland's classic hits. Hi, Niall. How are you? I feel sorry for poor Jack. He got hit by a bus, Mary. <laughs> All right, Wendy. <laughs> I feel so sad. They've got to laugh, though. Yeah, okay, so yeah, your children got imaginary imaginary friends? Um, my daughter, yeah, she um, wasn't an imaginary friend. It was my dad, actually. My dad passed before she was born. Oh, no. 11 months before she was born. And uh, she was about six or seven. And I was in the kitchen and she came in and she said to me, I was just talking to your dad. And I went, oh, were you? Thinking, oh, my God. Like, Was that, a little, was that a little bit upsetting for you at the time when she said um, that? Not really. I was just okay. more kind of like shocked with what she was going to say next. Okay. So uh, I said to her, where are you now? And she said, yeah, I was up on my bed and uh, and I was talking to him. So I just carried on like it was normal because I wanted the info, you know. Yeah. So I said to her, uh, what what did he say? So she looked at me and she kind of, dad used to raise an eyebrow, you know, when he'd look at you from under his glasses. And she looked at me and she kind of cocked the eyebrow and she said to me, he said you're very musical, you just don't practice enough. And I was like, oh my God, like, because that's a thing. So there was that something dad, that he used to say to you, was it? All the time. Yeah, right. all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, and then my other nephew, my sister's little boy, um, he used to talk to granddad, my dad's name was Charlie. He used to call, talk to granddad Charlie all the time. 
on his bed again, sitting having conversations with him. He used to tell her about. And then my brother's little boy, who is trying to think he's 15 now, so my daughter will be 21, so there's like seven uh, years difference between him and my daughter. And uh, he used to uh, he used to talk to the man. And the he'd man. be standing just talking to the man and his his mom, my sister-in-law, would be freaked. And uh, my brother would go, look, at I used to have an imaginary friend when I was little, so just let him off. And uh, don't, manic, don't panic, like. And then my brother was moving house and he was moving LPs. He collected LPs and he was moving the LPs. And the LPs went all the way across the floor. They fell out of his hand, lazy man's load. Mm-hmm. And Charlie dumped, he's named after my dad, and he dived onto a record. And he picked it up, and there's, my dad was a ballad singer, and there's pictures of him on the, on the front of this record, this album cover. And he ran to his mom, pointing to my dad, going, "That's the man, mom. That's oh, the man." Oh no! Yeah, so he'd also spoken to him. And do you, so, be, do you believe? So then, obviously, if you believe it, you obviously believe in the kind of spirit world, I suppose. So, uh, I would. Would you do. normally be a believer in that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, I would do. Okay. Um, my grandmother would have my mum's mum in Tipperary. She would have um, very much talked about speaking and seeing things and stuff like this. So that was kind of like it was. It wasn't a normal kind of a topic of conversation. It was a very accepted topic of conversation in our house. You know? Yeah, I mean, um, with your with your son as well. By the way, we, we attempted to, to ask him more questions, like to say to him, "Listen, the next time you're asked talking to him, can you ask him this oh, no, or that's ask my him that?" Daughter. Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, no, she has. Oh, your daughter, she still sorry. remembers those conversations. Yeah, um, she's twenty-one now in November, and she still remembers those conversations with that. Oh, so God. I would just. Do you know there's I, something very sweet and lovely about that, but there's also something scary about it as well, too. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah I suppose, like you know, I mean, um, it's just as I said, it was just something that we were always kind of like, it was always like normal. Um, and not shocking like it didn't like I mean it did shock me when she came down and mentioned that I was very close of to course it would because, so. particularly that, that he had, no, hadn't passed too long before that but listen thank you Wendy thank you for sharing the story I'm sorry I'm running out of time here today and I'm trying to get as many people on as I can because so many people have stories to share with us uh, thank you Wendy the, particularly the one about the, the album going across the floor and pointing to his picture oh, the man oh. uh, sorry Tara you're an Ireland's classic kids how are you doing Tara hi how are you good now Tara you're, 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 what did your daughter do so um Years ago, when she was smaller, she would talk to her her old mammy and daddy. Her old mammy and daddy? Or she'd tell us about her old mammy and daddy, yeah. Okay, and, and who were her old mammy and daddy? So her mammy was Lily from... They lived in the yellow house at the side of the road in Monastreven, apparently. Right. And uh, she'd tell us about this from the time she could probably talk, really. But she cried for her old mammy. That's how it kind of started. She actually pined for her. like. So she missed her when she wasn't around? She, like. Yeah, she'd look for her, especially like to be triggered. Like, say, she used to tell us that her mammy used to brush her hair in front of the fire. So if you were brushing her hair, she'd start crying. <laughs> like, she missed her old God. mammy. Was this scared um, in the living daylight, tell you, when you stretch the oh, imagination? Freak, freak, freak. Yeah. Things like that would freak me anyway. Right, like, okay. And my partner worked nights at the time, so... That, that didn't um, help. I'd be home on my own with her and she'd start this carry-on. And you're going, can you stop? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, and, and what about Daddy? Who was Daddy? Her, her Daddy was John, and he died, apparently, when she was young. And what? he went to, had to go to heaven. He got hit by a car on the way to work. And he was on his bike. That's, that's all very specific, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
So did and you did you do a bit of googling on these people to see maybe did they actually exist? I did, no, I never have. Family members have looked for the, the yellow house beside the road in Monastrevin. Who are you living <laughs> there? But nowhere near Monastrevin. Right. Okay. And um, did they find so, a did they find a Lily or Elizabeth yeah, that lived around there? I don't like. I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of them. Like, but it seems to be like a good long time ago that she talks about. Right. Okay. You know, um, she has a brother then who died when he was young too, apparently. So right. Oh, she has a brother. She has a whole made-up family, oh, essentially, whole family. and a sister called uh, Katie. But when she was bold, they called her Kiki. My yeah, that's a, this is all very specific. Yeah, and quite oh, weird. Oh, and, and it went on for years, years yeah. and years and years. You now she doesn't really anymore, but yeah. yeah. But she would be spiritual, like she would be mm, a spiritual child, like right. Okay, yeah. and and how old is she now, by the way? She's eight now. All right, okay. Are they all gone now, the family? No, she would still mention things like, oh, do you remember? Or one day a song came on on the radio and she said, oh, I used to like this when I was old, like little nan, like my nanny. So we called my nanny little nan and the song came on. And she's like, oh, I used to like this song when I was old, like little nan. When I was old, like, so she thinks she's yeah. been reborn now. Yeah, oh no, she told us that when she died, she closed her eyes and she woke up and she was our baby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Okay, well, well, say there a second, because Susan, your daughter used to do something similar. Very similar, yeah. Okay, um, what did she do? From the age of about two and a half, I mean, she was quite articulate, and she started coming out with these, uh, talking about her old family and her papa and her mama, um, you know, with, with different words we do here. Right. Um, and any time she'd see, like, um, like an East European woman, like, she'd start saying, that's mama, that, that's mama. Um, and then she started, if she saw a red car, a small red car, she'd go, oh, they're coming for me. They're coming to get me now. And she would talk about her brothers and sisters and sharing beds with her brothers and sisters. Oh, you and Tara need to get together and have a long yeah. chat about this. <laughs> but she started to then, um, she developed this really unnatural fear of bathrooms and running water. And if I turned on a tap, like, she'd start running out of the room screaming and hysterically, you couldn't calm her down. If she fell over, you'd go to pick her up, but she'd start saying, no, I want my papa. Um, which was all, that, and that's strange. quite specific too because it's obviously it's, it sounds kind of Italian or Eastern European yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was always women with long dark hair. You yeah. Know, quite, when you'd see someone like that, you'd say, "That's my mama." Did you ever give names? Um, there was very unusual names every now and then. Now this went on for two and a half. She didn't years. start speaking in foreign tongue or something. No, like no, that. No, 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 nothing like then that. I'd be really worried. I'd be getting no, in the exorcism. Now, now. <laughs> Twenty now. The foreign tongue started. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and does but she? No. Does she? Twenty now. Does she remember doing all this? She remembers nothing. And we got a medium to the house right. uh, when she was about four and a half, five, to speak to her. And they came up with the conclusion that yes, yeah, she had been um, reborn. And that she had died in a house fire and she had been found in the bathroom. Oh my God. And they said to us then that what we needed to do was put rose quartz crystals around the house. Right. Uh, which we did. And the memory would soon fade, which it did. You know, she never spoke about it So that works. Again. The rose quartz c- c- well, crystals said, apparently, worked. Apparently from the age of five anyway, that memory goes. There you go, Tara. The rose quartz crystals. <laughs> Uh, but that memory is meant to go. So, Your past life memories are meant to go. But it this went on for two and a half years. It wasn't just a, this a is make-up bizarre. story. This is like two stories of reincarnation. Yeah. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah, it was but really she was strange. Adamant. She was adamant. That was the same as my daughter. Yeah, yeah. adamant. But this was this sorry. Was sorry. True. Go ahead, Tara. Yeah, or no, Susan. I'm she would have been adamant as well. She would have been adamant about her old mommy and daddy and all yeah, of the things the they same did. As my and, daughter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely adamant that this was a true story. And I mean, she was only a small child. You know, yeah. it, it, it wasn't a fairy story because it was constant. 
It went on for two and a half years. It was and see, this is memory. the thing, you know, and I listen to Tara and listen to yourself. There's obviously consistency in the stories. What I'm saying is that your child knew exactly what they were talking about. I mean, whatever about even, you know, mammy and daddy, to be saying mama and papa, you know, that that's, I'm, by the way, I'm not belittling your story, Tara, by the way, it's equally <laughs> as important. But, but I'm just saying they're quite specific. And the way she talked, uh, you know, Tara's daughter talked about her mammy and daddy and her old mammy and daddy and about, you know, the very specific name, you know, Lily near the Yellow yeah, House yeah. in Mr. Evan, I mean, that's all very specific. A child of that age just doesn't think of that. This, yeah, no, they, they don't they, make they, that up. Like they're not a memory. You know, it's not something that they just come up with to see on the TV or something. No, was, no. And it was constant. It went on for two and a half years, constant. And yeah. like friends would call to my house, and she she tell the story to my friends about this old house and. She's sleeping in the bed with all her brothers and sisters and <laughs> her mama and her papa and I was going, Oh my god, like and my friends would leave the house going the child is, you know, needs an exorcism. <laughs> I used to be nearly leaving my house. I used to be freaked. Absolutely. Oh my freaked. god. Yeah, absolutely. Well, ladies, yeah. I have to say it's been quite enlightening talking <laughs> to you today. Listen, thank you very much indeed for sharing no your problem. stories and I appreciate thank it, okay? Much. Say hello thank to Mama and Papa bye. and Mammy and Daddy for us, okay? Old Mammy and Daddy. Okay, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. There was 0871 That's quite bizarre, isn't it? By the way, somebody mentioned they had an imaginary dog called Max. I've heard it all now. Let's listen to some of your WhatsApp audio. Good afternoon, Ashlyn. Good afternoon, Niall. Uh, although I don't have any memory of this, of this, it's only what I've been told, but apparently when I was three, which wasn't yesterday or the day before, uh, I used to be able to talk to an imaginary friend, and when I was asked to describe what my imaginary friend looked like, I described the French army uniform from the French Revolution so many years ago. Uh, never seen a French army uniform before, but this is what my imaginary friend was wearing. John and Dunleary. There you go. How would he know what that uniform looked like? God only knows. Be creepy, isn't it? Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh,